Welcome to Too Old for TikTok, the podcast where two 30-year-olds guide you through the latest trends, creators, and stories from the TikTok universe. I'm Melissa Rosen. And I'm Dina Greenbaum. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Hi, Melissa. Hey, Dina. How's it going? It's going well. I'm a bit exhausted from this Alabama rush TikTok trend. It's been all-consuming. This is true. It hit TikTok like a storm. And uh, it's funny. It's like somehow infiltrated millennials, people who have never been in a sorority, people who have never been to these southern schools where the sororities are having rush. And it's just so funny. I think it was like we all bonded over the fact that we were watching sorority TikTok, even though we had no reason to be watching sorority TikTok. So there's a lot of jokes and a joke on it. Yeah, absolutely. And before we dive into this whole episode, which will be dedicated to Bamaraj, I do need to point out that this podcast wouldn't exist if not for sororities, because I met you at NYU because we were both in a sorority. I think if we were not in the sorority, we would have probably never met. Oh my god, that's so sad. Don't say that. That makes me so sad (laughs) to think of a world where I wouldn't know you. Yeah, no, it's funny because that for sure, that's why we love this. And we love that Bama Rush TikTok took over the world these, these past few weeks because, yeah, we really do owe a lot to sororities. We've gotten a lot of good from it. I did disaffiliate. Right. I should right. Say. We weren't great members of the sorority, but it was a great way to meet people. I literally didn't even meet you. I was already in the sorority for like a semester and everybody kept saying, Oh, you should meet Dina. You would really like Dina. And she never attended any of the events. So it took me a full semester to meet her. So yeah, we were not the greatest sorority reps and that's what sort of makes this funny too right. is because we're looking at it as like delinquent sorority <laughs> people yeah what do you remember about you rush i remember me rushing so i mean we should preface right it's nyu this isn't alabama rush <laughs> right. right so it was very weird people most people don't even know there are sororities at nyu i was so desperate for friends for Whatever reason, my freshman year dorm, I was on a floor with all Orthodox Jews. I am Jewish. I have nothing against Orthodox Jews, but it was a very insular community. And they had all known each other since preschool. And they all went to NYU together and lived on the same floor. And it was very hard for me to fit in. So I had roomed with a girl during orientation who was posting on Facebook that she joined a sorority, AEFI, the Jewish sorority at NYU. And I remember seeing her on Facebook posting pictures and honestly, it looked like people I'd be friends with. (laughs) It was a bunch of Jewish girls in like sweatshirts. And I was like, you know what? I never, ever would have thought I'd join a sorority, but I was desperate enough. I didn't have any friends. I thought, let me go. The whole time I was going, I really... I wasn't concerned about getting a bid. I didn't even know what these things were. I was just like, let me go to this, you know, random room in this in the convention center or whatever and meet these girls. 
and talk to them and see if I like them. It was always like I was sort of on the fence about it. I never felt like I needed it. I never felt like, oh God, what's this whole process going to be like? I definitely didn't think much about the clothes I was wearing. <laughs> I, I have no idea what I wore, but I don't think it was anything that well thought out. And then, yeah, I just, after however much time, they were like, yeah, sure, come join our sorority. <laughs> it, it didn't feel like that high pressure at all. Yeah, for me, I remember my college freshman year roommate, she rushed for a semester, and I was like, let me go along to this rush process, see what it's about. And it was, I do remember going from, it's not house to house, it's a, it's a dorm building in Chinatown, and you basically go from apartment to apartment. So very different from Alabama. And it was so overwhelming to me. I was like, absolutely not. I'm not going to do it. And then cut to she joined a Phi and I saw how much fun she was having. And then second semester freshman year, I was like, I need more friends. I have to join this to actually have a social life and meet people at NYU. And I basically didn't go through the real rush experience. I basically just knew like a Phi is the place to go. But then from the other end, when we like when you're a member and then you're part of recruitment, this TikTok trend has sparked a lot of memories. Like I never remembered the word bump group. And then I saw some girl post a video about bump groups and it unlocked this vivid memory on how terrible I was at doing it. So each person has a bump partner. And then there are two sets of bump partners that make a bump group. And this bump group gets paired up with different PNMs that have like and similar interests. So when we're lined up to pick up our PNMs at the door, I already know who I'm picking up, their hometown, what their interests are, what they did in high school, what their major is, what their parents do. I know everything about them. And like, you have to study them up before you pick them up. So then you take them to their seat and you're talking with them and you're in a room with hundreds of people and it is so loud and you're just trying to listen to them and get all the information that you can. So after they leave, you can record it and do like the rating system. So where does the bump partner come into play? Mm -hmm, I'll tell you. So I typically started with the PM. I picked them up at the door and my bump partner would walk around. And it's so crazy because you have all these people in a room. There's hundreds of people. It's so loud. And you just see members walking through the house in these like pathways that were set for us that we had to learn. So if it looked like the conversation was dull, then my bump partner would come up to me touch me on my shoulder and I'd have to go, oh, hi, insert her name. This is so-and-so. We were just talking about this. And then we switch. So then she can start talking so the conversation doesn't ever stop. And then the other set of bump partners walk through behind her in case the conversation gets dry again so then they can slip in. So there's no awkward silence. So after the PNM leaves, your bump group gets together and you talk about the girl that you just spoke with and that you rushed. And then after that, you all put in a rating system with comments that goes down to the basement for then they take that. And that's how they make cuts. I've never heard of any of this. Really? Oh, my God. I remember. I had no recollection whatsoever. <laughs> I had no. When I saw that TikTok of the girl explaining bump groups, I was like, I don't know what this is. I've never heard that word before. Oh, I remember. And I was in a sorority. Yeah, I just remember being terrible at all the things. I guess, like, all the people we did become friends with in the sorority were, like, people who would have never normally joined a sorority. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, well, that's, and that shows how terrible I am, too. I'm sure they did teach me about bump groups, and I just didn't pay attention and didn't do it. So, yeah, we were really just not fully into the sorority thing, but we made good friends out of it. So, it all worked out. 
Exactly. So now getting to Bama Rush. Rush day four, sisterhood day one. My dress is from Sheen, of course. These are from Amazon. My shoes are Princess Polly, but they're actually Amanda's. And then, yeah, I don't know. Okay, dress is from Brutal Thing. Shoes are from Franchise Guys. Earrings are from Franchise Guys. Necklace from Amazon. And Chipotle from Chipotle. Hi, this is from Safi Leslie. My shoes are Princess Polly, but they're from Amanda's Closet. And my earrings are Bobble Bar. And this is from my grandpa, and this is from my mom. Hello. I just dropped my phone. My name is Natalie Applesauce, Ella. Dress is from, what's that thing called? Rent the Runway. Necklaces, gifts, E. Newton bracelets, earrings, Etsy, shoes, Luca Boutique. Ugh. A lot of people were asking me why they think Bama Rush on TikTok became this huge thing. And I mean, the I think the answer is, is it's just fascinating to see these worlds that we have no idea of what they are and how anything that's like super intense and super exciting and gets the person in these videos so excited is definitely just really entertaining to watch so it draws you in and you want more and more and more and we'll get into all the things we learned about fashion down south and what these girls were wearing and the accents and all of their room, dorm rooms were fascinating because they looked totally different from our dorm rooms. The first videos I started seeing were people our age talking about how their whole For You page was Bama Rush. I have to imagine it's like the Big Bang, like somewhere <laughs> some girl just like us happened to get a Bama Rush TikTok and she just watched the whole thing and she sent it to her friends and then they started showing it to other people just like her who did the same exactly. thing. We just happened to be fascinated by it, like you're saying. And then it became this huge thing on people's For You page who were in their 30s and had no business really knowing about this. Yeah, the same thing happened to me where, you know, in our little TikTok group chat, Catalina was the one who said, I'm loving Bama Rush. And I was like, I hadn't gotten any videos at the time. And then I saw from the user, Auntie Chris, it's Todd Cranes, which great username, a Kardashian reference. Uh, basically. <laughs> oh my God, wait, I just got that reference. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love that joke. <laughs> so she had this great video of like, she's older now who was in a sorority like but this is the time of her life watching these videos and i was like oh my god I, I have to find a way on and now i'm pretty good with the algorithm so immediately i started finding girls who were in alabama going through rush but a lot of people like had a hard time finding these girls and finding the actual videos from alabama but yes both of our gateways were basically people talking about how much they loved Alabama Rush and like that they shouldn't because they were never in a sorority. They're in their 30s and like what's happening. Things I apparently need according to Bama Rush TikTok. 
prefacing this with two things. One, these girls rushing at Alabama are my actual heroes. They are doing the Lord's work. Um, I wish I cared about anything in my life this much, and I don't think I'll prepare for my wedding um, to the degree that they are preparing for the nation's largest uh, sorority rush. Second thing I wanted to preface with is all of these items I thought were chuggy. I know it's chuggy to say chuggy slash outdated, but apparently they're the hottest ticket to have, according to these girls who are on the pulse of fashion. First, starting with Kendra Scott, um, about a week ago, I walked by a Kendra Scott near me in Georgetown, and I actively thought, who is still shopping at this brand? Turns out there is a huge market, all based in the Tuscaloosa area, and I stand corrected. Number two, the long chomp. I recently just got rid of mine when I moved, and I'm kicking myself because apparently having a comeback, and very useful and weather durable, as all the girls are quick to point out. So absolutely love that for them. They're always prepared and thinking ahead. Next item, a neck fan. Shout out to What Would Jimmy Buffett Do? One of my absolute favorite girls rushing right now. Living for her content. Always prepared. Um, the amount of times I've been walking and sweating, specifically from the neck area, this would have been an absolute saving grace and adding to my Amazon, uh, Amazon cart immediately. Next, another item that I thought was kind of chooky, but again, apparently really cool. This is the it item at Rush, specifically for the philanthropy around. A lot of girls were wearing it for the walking. The Golden Goose sneakers, uh, modeled in that exact style these are my two absolute favorite girls dolly parton wannabe i love 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 you um please respond to this i would absolutely die and finally any sort of skort uh bonus points if it's from martin's or the pants store i've been really following the pants store and must confess i've considered buying something love all the ones coming up at the boutiques at tuscaloosa these looks are incredible these girls are absolutely crushing it i'm like not even joking i wish i was them they're amazing and yeah, and then I started just gathering the hashtags and mm -hmm. clicking on them, right? Because I was like, yeah, how do I find more? So a lot the hashtags were like hashtag Bama Rush, hashtag Bama, hashtag Rush, Rush Talk, Bama, Roll Tide, which I know from my husband that that's Alabama's, I don't know, football thing. thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Roll Tide. Hashtag sorority. And then one that kept coming up was also hashtag shine cares. It's sheen. Is it sheen? Um, have you not listened sheen? to the OOTD videos? My earrings are sheen. I <laughs> assume they were all pronouncing it wrong, though. And it's actually shine. My necklace is sheen. E is E. E before I is E. I think it's sheen. Shine. Okay. I think it's sh shine. Okay. So yes, that so what you just said explains though why Sheen Shine was also <laughs> hashtag trending because they all wear clothes from it, apparently. Yeah, so once you get into the girls who are actually going through Rush, the the quintessential videos are outfit of the days. And they all pretty much wear the same thing, but different variations. So you have Ma pants are from the pants store my necklace is from Shane my jewelry is from Meemaw's boutique or then a lot of people were saying jewelry normal which again <laughs> it was a big discussion because I didn't no one knew if Julian jewelry normal was a brand or if they just said jewelry normal like it's everyday jewelry do we know has there been an answer we do know I think jewelry normal is jewelry you wear every day but why wouldn't they still say the brand? Maybe they don't know the brand. I saw a girl say 
my pants are, I just had to have it, my jewelry is normal. And at first, I was like, pants, I just had to have it. <laughs> and then I realized I just had to have it was a store. So then yep. my next assumption was, oh, normal must be a store as well. Because none of these stores sound like store right, names. Right, exactly. Like Mima's is like, I, I assume that they got things from there. Mima, not like Mima's being a store. Also, wait, Mima's is a store? No, I don't think so. Mima's is they got things from their Mima. It is their Mima. Yeah. It's not a store. Right. Oh, God, this is so confusing. It's a whole different language to learn. So I Googled the pants store, of course, and they don't just sell pants. They sell all of these things. I'm getting ads for them now on TikTok. Oh, you never should have Googled it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I want to buy stock in these places because their sales must have skyrocketed this week. I saw a TikTok of she might be the owner of the pants store, and she explained. She said it's it was called the the pants store because it started in like the 1800s and they only sold pants but then I think she's probably like the daughter of somebody and she turned it into this trendy clothing store now so that's the origin of the pants store yeah and it's in only in Tuscaloosa there are no other pants stores so I also I predict that tourism in Alabama is gonna boom people are gonna want to go and see these houses and see these girls in real life Go to the pants store and go to, what is the other brand? Gotta have it. <laughs> go to the gotta have it store. I assume just gotta have it was an online store. Is yeah, it a boutique? I don't know. There's a, I don't know. There are a lot boutique. of boutiques they've been talking about in, I guess, Tuscaloosa is the name of the town. Yeah. Do you, should we go there on a trip? A work trip? <laughs> a work trip, yeah. It'll be a tax write-off. <laughs> yeah. Go to the pants store. Oh, it would be a dream. What would your outfit of the day be if you were rushing Alabama? If I was rushing Alabama? Or no, if you, you know, just if you were yourself. If you were being yourself. Well, you know what my outfit of the day. It would be the same outfit I've worn my entire life. It's the outfit I wore to NYU Rush, I'm sure. It's just like jeans and a sweatshirt. And depending on if it's winter or summer, I would either be wearing Uggs or Tevas. Yours would be short Sophie's, shoes Tevas, sweatshirt free from somewhere. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. And no jewelry. So I guess normal jewelry because it's just none at all. I never wear jewelry. Yeah, except now you could say ring from my husband. I guess I don't even wear that often because I'm nervous <laughs> someone's going to steal it. Oh, God. What would yours be? Pretty similar. Yeah, it would be back then. It would definitely be pants juicy oh, and yeah. a sweatshirt. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. You were hard into juicy. <laughs> juicy pullovers, American apparel sweatshirts. Oh, yeah. American apparel. That really was the style back so what was that that was like 2008 2009 it was like the juicy sweatpants american apparel sweatshirt converse mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that really was those were everyone's outfit of the days yeah so 
After all of these outfit of the day videos, I also got into a lot of girls exposing sorority secrets or a lot of, you know, girls that are mine and Melissa's age who would talk about their experience and some terrible things and some good things like, you know, I made my friends, but there is this, this and this that was bad. And it really opened up this gate into this world where I do wonder what the stats are. It's like how many percentage of people go to a university are in Greek life or at least like know about it because it seems like there's such and maybe it's because we're in this Bama rush bubble, but it just seems like there's this influx of people wanting to know more information about Greek life. Yeah, exactly. And again, it is like exposing a world that you wouldn't otherwise know. And it really is in the same way I've been fascinated to learn what life is like in other countries. I mean, frankly, these girls in Alabama, it feels like another country in that way, too. Like, I have no context for it. I don't know these people. I've never been to the state or to that college. So, yeah, it is just a fascinating world that's you never knew you'd be interested in but lo and behold here's tiktok yes exactly and then the greatest thing is is scrolling through i started not knowing what were parodies and what was real hey y'all bama rush day three my shirt is from bama my skirt is from a boutique down the street from my meemaw my shoes are golden geese my bag is Balenciaga. My earrings are from Shein. Because some of the parodies were so good, at when, or if they weren't like over the top enough, you couldn't decipher if people were actually rushing or just making fun of it. And I think all the people who were making fun of it were doing it in fun ways, not to like, you know, hate on the girls going through rush. It was just to say like, we're all seeing this. There's this, you know, people have a sense of humor, and because uh, I saw a lot of people get upset about. The parodies because they thought like you're making fun of these girls but no these girls were genuinely excited to do something and you shouldn't shouldn't hate on them yeah i've actually seen very positive yes. things there were there was a guy who made fun of it at connor devoe i just have to have it revolve random boutique high five um zara i just have to have it bell amazon high five. <laughs> oh yeah uh, i just had to have it Decorative beads, a wig from Amazon. This is a sheet from my bed, a barefoot, and a chip clip to hold it all together. Delta New steps. <laughs> he just had such positive energy with it. He really, it was seamless the way he pretended like he was part of the group introducing their outfits. And he wrote, most of them, most of the people making fun of it will write in their caption or in the comments, love you girls so excited with what you're doing like thank you for taking us into your world i yeah i've seen only really positive things even the parodies they're super like love you love what you're doing totally so my favorite and i'll call her like a character in all this because there's a lot of videos that it's like choose your main character or choose your fighter as a joke and it's the different girls going through rush so there's one who first started coming on my For You page. Her name's Michaela, and her handle is at what would Jimmy Buffett do? So she blew up during the whole week of Rush, and then everyone starts rooting for you if you if you you know you're likable. And then come to find out, she didn't get a bid. 
So there was a whole controversy about her not getting a bid and like justice for Michaela. Good on her because I feel like she's spinning this into sort of a career because now she has an Instagram following. She has a TikTok following. Hello, Serena. I'm at um, Steak and Shake. Steak and Shake. And all I got to say is it's fine that I didn't get to sorority. I'm going to be better off. Literally, when I got my call at 6 o'clock in the morning and found out that I didn't get a bid and I wasn't going to make it to prep, I was like, I'm coming to Birmingham. I've been updating you all my life because I've been banned from posting, but I'm just going to go over a couple things, and then we're done with this conversation, and we're moving on, y'all. Uh, basically, the old gray videos filmed last October. I was in a Halloween costume. I was in a bar. I was in Little Italy's in um, Auburn, Alabama. I wasn't more in a bar, but I wasn't even drunk in that video yet. It is what it is. And also, um, about people from hometown coming out about me, I literally said that in my love. But I was kind of like not the sweetest person. I was never a bully. I never did anything unwarranted. And this can tell you how their character is that they're coming out about all of this now that I'm getting a lot of publicity. So I mean, do what you will with that information. And I want to tell every girl in Alabama and any girl in any sorority right now, happy bid day. And I hope you had fun during rush. And then we're just gonna eat with steak and shake, and then go to a baby shower. And also to all the girls at Alabama specifically that didn't get into the sorority or drop. Um, let's be friends. People genuinely, like, cared about her and wanted to see her get into the house she wanted to. Yeah, that was one of the things, too. A lot of the parodies or the girls like us who were following and would do recaps, they would often put her in the caption and at Dolly Parton wannabe, zero two. Those were the two I kept seeing coming up that people were really invested in these girls and looking at them to see what they were doing, what was going on during the week. So yeah, that helped me find the girls who were actually in Rush, not just the people our age talking about it. I think the Dolly Parton girl did get a bid. She did. Her and her friend Haley got bids. It's I'm forgetting which sorority. I think it was their top choice, but they've always appeared in videos together. So everyone's very happy about that. I also saw a lot of comments where people saying, hey, Netflix, why isn't this a show? I got to disagree. I don't want Netflix to make a show of it. Like the fun is, is that it's on TikTok and we're getting these unproduced girls who are going through this experience like in live time. You know, it has a certain effect when it's going like the girls are going through it then and then just uploading a video right away. So I hope Netflix doesn't make a show, but I'm nervous now. Like what's going to come? Because I think there's going to be a deluge of TV shows or like documentaries about this. I agree, actually, because the way that this was picked up by the mainstream media, we were saying we were seeing it on all, like, the millennial girl publications we follow. Yeah. They were all talking about Bama Rush, and I think for sure, like, in a year or two, you know, however long it takes yeah. to actually produce these things, they're going to start coming out, and it's going to be like, oh, like, traditional mediums have caught up with TikTok, I guess. Netflix has done some similar series. They did that one about the deaf school, and it was very dramatic. And again, it was sort of like a world people aren't necessarily aware of. 
So I sort of thought there might be parallels there. They did, didn't they do like a gymnastics one too that was cheer. very intense or a cheer, cheerleading one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I feel like that's where people are thinking of Netflix because they've seen similar things where they go into like these niche worlds of teenagers and expose them in an interesting way. So I could see where people are connecting it to Netflix, but it would be funny like, you know, TikTok broke this. <laughs> a year or so ago and then yeah Netflix is gonna be a little behind yeah I remember MTV had a show about sorority houses but I think the problem is is getting access like you're not gonna be able to get into a rush event like no sorority or whatever it's called panhelletic organization is gonna oh, let yeah. cameras in so it, it'll be interesting to see what happens hmm. although at this point cameras are already in right that's what these TikToks are proving yeah. Yeah. But maybe you're, maybe that's how it'll stick to TikTok because they won't want an actual camera crew, but we'll be able to use TikTok to see what's going on. Right. The other thing that's really interesting is, you know, two, three years ago, girls going through Rush didn't have to or weren't obligated to post on TikTok. I don't think these girls are obligated to post on TikTok, but I think they definitely see the value of doing it when you're getting so much clout. And imagine what a, like, psychological journey that is to have to, like, be rushing a sorority, also be a social media star, and, like, be interacting on TikTok. It's just so much. We never had to think about any of these things. It's, like, an added layer that I cannot imagine. It's so true. And I remember some of the girls posted videos after rush events how they were dehydrated, their hair was looking crazy, (laughs) they were sweating. And that actually did plant a memory back in my head of after a lot of these events, sometimes I was just so beat. I remember we would be like in the back room somewhere eating sandwiches while like other girls were presenting themselves at Rush because we just had been on our feet for hours meeting new people, whatever it was. So it is a very tiring, exhausting experience. And it was cool that some of the girls showed that side too, that I could relate to. Yeah, definitely. There was one girl who, like you said, she she was brushing her hair, but barely could get like her hair brushed through. All of them lost their voice at the end too. Oh my they God, all yeah. sounded terrible. So now that Bama rush is done because all the girls got their bids i saw on my for you page there are girls going through fsu rush there's old miss rush so we'll see it but i do think it's going to die down very soon as do all cycles of tiktok if you remember last august the big thing was nyu dorm food in quarantine like everyone was obsessed with that so it went from like covid quarantine dorm food to now, like, rushing sororities. Just a few weeks ago, we had Olympic TikTok taking over. It's just so exciting. Who knows what'll be next? Yeah, it moves so, so quick. Yeah, anything else we need to talk about with Bama Rush? I think that about wraps it up. Hopefully you guys are all caught up on what Bama Rush is, why it took over TikTok, why people are obsessed with it, it's normal. If you want to check out some of these videos, we put a blog post together on our blog, tooldfortiktok.com. That's the number two and the number four. You can find all these videos, all the creators we mentioned, lots of good stuff there. Also, check us out on Instagram at tooldfortiktokpod. 
and on TikTok at too old for TikTok underscore podcast. Thanks. Thank you. Listening.